in like a, a hip hop group. I was like the only girl with the guys that were rapping and I would write the hooks and sing with them and, <laughs> and stuff like that. But yeah, like as, as far as professionally, um, I think when I was in the Icelandic girl band was when my manager um, knew that I, I had this passion and, and like gave me a chance to write lyrics. And that's really when it started. I love that. So amazing. Yeah. And it's pretty cool as well because you're behind so many incredible songs. Um, Benjamin, um, Red Velvet, like Alesso, Katy Perry. How does it feel for you like to know that you're behind like these huge hits? It honestly, it doesn't even register till you hear it somewhere. <laughs> like being in a store and it's playing or or seeing like footage of a concert where people are in the crowd singing along. It just like, what? This is just, it's almost surreal because you're just in a small room, studio, or even just at home or something coming up with it. And then all of a sudden it's out in the world. And it's, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling to see or hear people sing along to something you've written. I, yeah, it's incredible. It must be such an amazing process. And like for you as well, when you're going into sessions, do you already kind of have an idea or like, do you sometimes go in there like and like chat with the artist producer and then kind of share ideas? Yeah, it's really, I would say every day is different. It's really, sometimes I, I do like spending time alone sometimes to come up with some ideas to bring in, but oftentimes times it's really you go in with like clean slate there's nothing and you really just start a conversation and that's how the idea for the song sort of comes about and you start forming a concept and and then like you know getting an idea of what kind of song it is is it like you know what tempo and come up with the chords and sort of build the story that way um but usually you know gotta start with a good chorus yeah otherwise <laughs> nothing everything else you know has to follow yeah I love that every session as well is so different because like each day when you're walking into sessions you know it's going to be different and like it would bring like a different vibe to it as well completely like you never know what kind of mood people are in um and if the artist is there they may have a very strong opinion what they want to do that day often we're just writing for pitch so then there's no artist in the room and it, we can come up with whatever we want which is you know a lot of freedom in that but it's also sometimes hard because you you have to sort of find choose pick a lane you know it has to be specific things so you kind of know what you're trying to aim for and I enjoy that a lot actually I I find it so freeing to sort of be able to come up with something and then see where it lands because you never know where the songs end and a lot of those songs that have come out weren't necessarily written for those particular artists they just sort of came about and then turned out to fit these people so that's sometimes like and that's the job of the amazing job of a publisher and a manager to hear you know and like know where to send the songs and and follow through even with like sometimes demos that need a little rework or have to we have to do some rewrites if we get good guidance on where what needs to happen that can often make or break the song you know the process sounds so amazing as well because if you're writing a song you don't know who it's going to go to and then like picking the perfect artist for it and then seeing like the end result because you're like I didn't expect that person to th sing the song like exactly <laughs> I've, I've, that has happened you know a few times where a publisher sends that somebody is interested and it wouldn't have occurred to me that that would fit that artist but it's a great ends up being a great fit so it's like it's important to have good team around you because obviously often we come up with the idea of who to set like pitch it to you know send it to but sometimes it ends up in a completely different direction so yeah you know it's good to have people you work with that hear through all that exactly and it's so awesome as well like doing pop songs electro like pop songs dance songs and also k-pop songs like it's good how you do a different variety of songs and by so many artists like yeah that's like actually so interesting because i 
I kind of yeah don't want to be in just one lane. I sort of want to have di- like diversity and do different things. And I've been so lucky to be able to like work with people. Like no day is the same. Like you know, tomorrow we could be writing a K-pop song. The day after, it could be like full on EDM. Like you never know sort of what you are about to do. But just having that, like it just makes it so versatile. You know, it, yeah. it never gets boring. And like one of my favorite songs that you're behind is actually when I'm gone. When I say I love that song, I literally have it on repeat. Like, thank yeah. you. <laughs> that makes me so happy. That song was written um, early on during COVID oh, over wow. Zoom. And we, the thing is, like, it was a huge change for us when COVID hit that we had to move all our sessions to Zoom because obviously we couldn't go into the rooms. And I remember when that happened, and we were, everyone was just like panicking, trying to find a way to work. And when my manager told me, like, yeah, you have to try this thing, like Zoom, and you know, you know, just have to see how it goes. And I was like, this is going to be terrible. Like with the delay issues, how are we going to write? Cause we can't sing in real time with a producer that's on the other side with the track after like a couple of sessions, when we realized like how to work around it and send each other, just like the voice notes and having the track and singing, you know, on e- either side, the screen, it, it became my favorite thing. And I just want to do zoom sessions all the time. I'm like, if I don't have to drive anywhere, I just want to be in front of the screen yeah. and write. But obviously people are getting back into the room now and stuff but that was one of the songs early on in in the pandemic that we wrote and felt special my manager actually was the one who who picked up up on it quickly and um knew sort of what needed to happen and guided us through you know a few tweaks and then and then he pitched it to Alesso it's such an empowering song like when I listen to that song it just instantly makes me happy and like same for everyone else listening it's one of those songs that you never get fed up of listening to and I hear loads of songs every day at work like listening to my own playlist so to hear a song like that and like yeah oh that makes me so happy and like just being able to reach like a, such a broad audience with that has been amazing and like and Katy Perry is now in Vegas performing the song so I have to go and see it hopefully. yeah you do that that would be so surreal for like you going there hearing the song live like I would love that that's the goal this summer I'm definitely gonna go for you as well like how do you balance your life with making music and also like taking care of like your mental health and stuff like that because obviously you'd be like busy so much as well in the studio yeah it's um I would say like these days I'm doing a mix of uh, zoom sessions in the morning sometimes with people in like London or you know, that are not in LA. And then the, in the afternoons, uh, it's more in-person sessions that, you know, take obviously a few hours every time, but it's, I think the best balance for me is just like, you know, I, I do, I have to exercise. I have to like do my yoga or Pilates or something to get like my physical workout. And cause obviously it's a lot of sitting <laughs> writing songs, <laughs> you know, so, and a, you know, a lot of time in front of the screen and yeah. stuff. So I have to just to stay sane, I have to get that sort of out in the morning and then you know, do the the writing work. And, um, and usually I try to take the weekends off, but you know, sometimes it's just, you never know when you have to like do tweaks or edits or record vocals or go in with someone who's only in town for a few days. Like it's, there's always something that comes up, but a part of the job is just like, you have to sort of be flexible and spontaneous and, you know, go with the flow, which I don't mind. It's all so worth it. Like who are some artists that inspired you when you were growing up? Like when you were getting into music? that influenced you uh, like my first like I'm gonna sound so old now but like my first ever um like purchase music purchase <laughs> was the cassette of the bodyguard soundtrack with Whitney Houston <sighs> that to me was I could not believe that somebody could sound like that 
apart from being just so stunningly beautiful. And um, I listened to that on repeat forever. That was like my first thing that I owned, but my parents were always into music and there was, we had a big collection of records that I would like on vinyl that I listened to. And, and, but then, you know, as a teenager, we, we sort of in Iceland got a mix of stuff that was like popular in the UK and in the US. So we sort of had like a little bit of both and uh, you know, Destiny's Child and yeah. Christina Aguilera and Mariah Carey, like obviously those like big stars. Yeah. And especially like, you know, big female artists. I found I found that very inspiring. I love that like Whitney Houston was like the first like cassette because so many people now like don't know what a cassette is or like a Walkman. Like I remember having a cassette like when I was really, really little and then a Walkman. But like now people yes, don't know what they are. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad that you can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, okay, nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I, it, I know it's kind of like it feels nostalgic now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even have a cassette player anymore. I don't know what I would do to yeah. I still have a collection somewhere in my mom's basement and I have to (laughs) go through. And what advice as well would you give for someone trying to get into the music industry, trying to become a songwriter? Um, You have to write so many songs before it gets to a point. I mean, obviously it's different for everyone, but I felt like you have to, it's almost like keeping a muscle in shape and becoming better at a sport. It's the same thing with writing music. I found like I have to keep at it and do it constantly. And, you know, you just get better the longer you do it, in my opinion. And so it's like you have to be willing to. It's only for people that you have to love it so much that you're willing to do it all the time and not get bored of it and um, just stay with it. It's really just keep writing and writing and writing and and don't give up on it. If it's something you really want to make, just keep going and obviously send your music to people. Don't be scared to like cold email people, send songs because you never know where they're going to end up. Um, Show them, yeah, don't be scared to show them to people and, uh, and, and work with artists. Like try to find people that, you know, may need support in creating, like mastering their craft or, you know, try to find a good producer. If you're a writer and you don't record yourself, try to find someone who does that who can guide you um those would be like my biggest I think yeah that would be my advice I guess that is such amazing advice like sending your work out and you know getting feedback and it's good as now with social media as you can you know dm someone like message them on twitter it's really handy because it makes it easier to get contacts Exactly. Like I've heard there's producers I work with. Um, one I worked with just recently, he got his publishing deal by just DMing a producer that he loved, sent him music and it was a perfect fit. And now they work together and he's signed to him. So it's possible. Like those were not even like possibilities back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's like something that we should take advantage of. And that's one of the most, I think, most beautiful things about social media is that you can really connect to the world in that way. Um, it obviously has its cons as well but yeah. you know it's great for that and it people is. should take advantage of it it is such a good way with connecting people whereas like growing up like it's good over the years how social media has evolved because I remember like at school there was just MySpace and then Twitter the last few years of school that came out but apart from that like we didn't exactly. have Instagram <laughs> I know you know that it just makes the world that much smaller and like you can literally contact anyone I think if yeah. you really set your mind to it they may not respond but at least try <laughs> exactly you gotta try you yeah it's worth a shot (laughs) and I've got a fun rapid round of questions okay how do you like your coffee trick question black 
in the morning till about 1 p.m. I try to do intermittent fasting when I'm being very good. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I love like a good cappuccino. Yeah, they're so good. (laughs) (laughs) And your favorite show to binge watch? Where do I even begin? (laughs) So many good shows. Currently, I'm watching Snowfall on Hulu, which is amazing. And that's what I'm currently binge watching. And also Hacks on HBO. But it's only one season out so far, so it's hard to maybe binge very much but yeah. at least until I'm done with it hopefully they release another season soon exactly oh and one more I have to mention is the Mindy Project because my boyfriend is on it and it's just such a good show ah that's so awesome that's on Hulu yeah. I have to check it out that's so cool <laughs> and yeah. your go-to karaoke song maybe I'm gonna surprise you but I've maybe sang karaoke twice in my life (laughs) (laughs) um but I think like if I'm thinking about the last song I sang I think it was like still the one or something (laughs) as a duet with my producer friend we were in like mammoth or something (laughs) and someone you'd love to work with I mean this is probably gonna go for most writers and producers but Max Martin is just the one that'd be incredible (laughs) (laughs) yeah just Max Martin period yeah obviously so many people but like just on you know creative level and achievement level like he would be someone to I would just want to like sit in the room and watch him work yeah that'd be amazing (laughs) watching him like he's written so many incredible songs as well like and over the years like the period it's yeah it's insane so insane (laughs) such a career and do you remember the quickest song to write Wow. Yeah, well, probably because we were in a writing camp and we did this like exercise just for fun, like a speed write. So I think we gave ourselves 20 minutes to write a song. Oh, wow. Um, and that reminds me, I need to get that demo back. I need to hit up the producer. But we did, we did actually manage to write a chorus, pre-chorus, and a verse. I don't think we did like different verse lyrics. Yeah. Uh, but we did a song, so 20 minutes. That's so <laughs> quick. Oh, my God. That's so good. Well, we, we have to see if the song is any good, but at yeah. least we, we made it within that time frame. I'm sure it is. And your favorite emoji? I am always using the either the pink heart that has like three hearts within it. Yeah, no, that's cute. Or, or the face that's, I don't even know the name of it, but it's sort of like the desperation, like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those are like my two, two favorite ones. Yeah. everything and thank you so much for the chat as well so lovely to finally chat with you and meet you and i'm so happy to see your journey and how like you're just killing it it's so good to see thank you so (laughs) much i really appreciate it It was such a pleasure talking to you thank you i do know one word in icelandic because my best friend in high school actually her family's from iceland no way yeah um i know how to say kind of thank you i probably sound not as great as like how you would say it but tack there. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. There you go. That was perfect to me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Music Gems. And if you like this episode chatting with Alma Goodman, make sure you go and click in the link in the description and go and check out all the amazing songs that she's behind. And next on the podcast, I'm so excited to welcome back one of my faves, Kiara. I'll see you then.